and welcome to the podcast. I am Ross. I am Phil. And this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. And there's actual movies to talk about, Ross. New movies. movies hang, on, that are... hang on, hang on. Don't, hang on, hang on. Don't copy my I am thing. Oh, sorry. Get your, oh. own, get your own thing. I'm the do-it guy. It's, it's, a, it's a homage. It's a homage. It's a homage to the, the, uh, the number two rated film on Netflix. Oh, God. Yes, we're still Jesus doing that. Um, oh, yeah, no, look, there's actual films to talk about, Ross. So let, I'll tell you what, right? right. Let's, let's forego the talk about the, the government's messes and let's forego how shit people are. And let's go straight into talking about movies for a change. Sound, sounds good. And I'm sure we'll loop back to that other shit later on. Um, so how are you, my friend? Are you good? Are you all movied up for today? At the moment, I am, yeah, I am Trey Bon. Good. Thank you. How I'm, are I'm you? Feeling, uh, yes, it's been a week, but, you know, that week was over and we've started a weekend and then mm. things have improved dramatically since then. It's, it wasn't like, like I said to someone the other day, it's nothing bad. It was last week was death by a thousand cuts. It was like, as the week wore on, I just got ground down by a, a thousand different small things. And you get to Friday and you're just like, ah, is it over yet? And it is. And it was. And now we're, 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 we're recording this on the Sunday um, and we can talk movies. So before we, before we talk about what we've seen last and do our usual patter, I want to just touch on a film that we didn't talk about last time, but I've now seen, oh. Trial of the Chicago oh, okay. 7. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <sighs> Just when you thought... I mean, I loved it. <laughs> 26, 2020 was done, and you were just like, right, there's nothing good coming out. The world is shit. <laughs> and it froze. And I'm going to, like, I'm going to kind of, you know, give something away here. So far, my film of the year. Yes, I mean, I'm pretty much with you. I need to go back through the top tens and things. It's absolutely, like unquestionably top 10 material and i don't think that's just because of the year on this no. one i think this no, no, is no. a very 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 good film it's brilliant right it's like yeah like genuinely and i'm going to come on to this in the film that i last saw like <laughs> sasha baron cohen <laughs> like i had a i had a weird sasha baron cohen week i i watched that oh, and I, I suppose started, so yes yes but then i started watching the spy on Netflix. Oh, right. I need to see that. I've heard it's very good. Yeah, the first episode's very, very good. And then, of course, and we'll come on to this in a second, I watched Borat. And it's like, what a very weird Sasha Baron Cohen week this was. But yeah, all three, a... equally, he's equally brilliant in all three, but for completely different reasons. That's great, though. Shows like, his range, you know. Like, if you want to see an actor that has one of the best ranges out there, yeah. this is the guy, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, Charles Chicago think, Seven. I know, I know, yeah, so I know this is a fairly obvious thing to say. I think that as he gets older, he's only going to get better. I think he's going to do more and more diverse things and, you know, I, and sort of put a mark on him. I agree. And I, yeah, I could, I could definitely see an, an Oscar nomination for Trial of Chicago 7 in this future. Yeah, I feel like that. Or if, certainly, certainly awards, whether it's Oscar or not, you know. If uh, if Oscars, allow, I mean, Oscars have got to allow Netflix films this year, right? Because otherwise, there's no films to allow. <laughs> like, no, no. Well, it would be it would be it would be Netflix films and I Am Vengeance Retaliation somehow. Yeah, That'd somehow. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the winner of best comedy or drama goes to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I Am Vengeance Retaliation. Yeah, get us <laughs> yeah, um, in the Emmys. Let's do let's do this. Let's get into the Emmys. So Golden yeah, Globe, just, sorry, get into Golden Globe. 
considering it, it was a thirty million dollar budgeted movie or forty million dollar budgeted movie, which is literally yeah. fuck all. Yeah. In 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 Hollywood movie terms, literally fuck all. Um, yeah. And considering most of it is set in one location. Yes, well, a, a vast, a, yes, a vast amount of it is for sure. Um, it's just, it just blew me away. And like, um, it goes without saying, well, the Aaron Sorkin script was just phenomenal. Absolutely. The structure was really interesting and, and sort of handled really well. And yeah, I, I just thought it was terrific. I laughed, also, uh, I as cried. I said, as, but also, as, as I said previously, it's the first time that I've seen Eddie Redmayne in a film and gone, oh, he's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, he was excellent. No, you're right. And um, and and weird that I'd, I'd watched Darkman like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, what's the connection with Darkman? Is, is Eddie he not in it? The, the, Eddie the, the, No, the judge. No, the judge. I'm talking about like... Um, um, wait, Frank Langella? No, he's not in Darkman at all, is he? What am I thinking? He's 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 skeletal from Masters of the Universe. How can you not the bring one. that up? Which, which ironically, also I watched a couple of weeks ago. Yes. I love it. I genuinely think he's excellent as Skeletor. I I, I love brilliant. that film, and I know we know the flaws of that film, but I really love that film. For oh, real, that love film it. is beyond he is, brilliant. But he is, but he is spectacular in it. Yeah, like he's he really fucking good in it. Um. So yeah, look, if you haven't seen Trial of Chicago Seven, please do watch it because it is for me one of this year's. Well, it's actually this year's best film. Which ironically, though, because the two best films of the year so far for me are both Netflix films. Yep. Pretty Which is interesting right? given it's interesting given the relative merits of some of these you know Netflix originals. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Netflix actually make a film with proper filmmakers, it's good. When Netflix buy a film because no one else wants to release it, not so good. Um, and on that, what is that? Yeah. And on that, before we come on to you know, what we've actually watched last, rumors circling this week that MGM have been trying to punt Bond off to yes. Netflix or Apple, and they were asking for 600, 600 million. million. Well, because I suppose in their brains, they would be expecting Avengers money, box office. And also, I don't think it's unfair, regardless of the amount, like they're asking, it's not unfair to suspect that absolutely everybody would watch it. Like every subscriber, everybody, you, you know, pr pr pretty. I mean, you know, without being too general here, virtually every household that has Netflix one way or another would probably watch that film, and probably in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, and anyone like, that if it, if it, it went would be to Amazon, pretty massive. And it went to if it went to um, Apple, a hundred percent, it would it would drive subscribers to that business. No question, no question. It yeah, would no be question. the would biggest be thing ever. Although, and I, I get 600 million, right? If you said the film costs 300 with, with advertising, and apparently they've already lost 50 million on all the advertising they've done oh, so far. Oh, of course. Well, they started it and then stopped it, which was insane. And then started it again and stopped it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, the day after they started it again. Yeah, literally. And so if you think that they've, they've already lost 50 million, actually, if and, and they'd lose, what? What do they get at the box office? 50% or 60, 70%? Uh, the... It depends. It depends. It, it, it absolutely depends on whatever deals they but, do. But say they got 75% of the box office and <clears> all the all the PA and, and, and marketing and, and everything they'd have to do, actually, yeah. they could make a decent profit of putting this on Netflix because even if they well, released it, it, it now. Be a, well, 
presumably also, presumably also, that it would be a window and then they could still do their physical sales and they could still do other bits and pieces and other, you know, all their other deals that they would normally do down the line. Yeah. You know, like home and you know, other, other stuff. You know, yeah. Stuff. Like Mulan, right? Mulan launched on Disney Plus. It then went on to, it's now on like Sky and Rakuten and wherever other places you can buy it if yeah. you're not a Disney Plus yeah. subscriber. And uh, no doubt it'll be on v- VHS. Probably won't be on VHS. It'll be on DVD <laughs> or something. Um, Betamax. Yeah. Let's go back to Betamax for later. Then. What are you doing Thanks. in the background? Oh, sorry. I, I've, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if it would pick up. I've got a pet food launcher which, feeds, which actually fires treats like a gun across the room. And I'm currently feeding uh, uh, Jenny's cat pie like it by firing treats in different it, corners. It literally picks I'm your sorry. microphone, picks up I, everything. I'll everything. do one more and I'm done. There we go. There go. Uh, it sounds done. like you're shooting. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> that is really funny. It's like a pe- it's like a pellet gun, basically. Uh, gotcha. So this is this is the level of professionalism you get on our podcast. Um <laughs> Uh, look, I, I think even if they release it in April, I still think they're not going to get the box office they expect. I think if they drop their asking to maybe 450, mm. I think there's a decent chance that someone would, because, like, let's be honest, you know, Netflix, what's yes. that? That's one month's global subscribers. Right, exactly. exactly. It's, it's almost, it's not no money, but, and also they, not, I just, any platform that takes it, could surely be guaranteed first of all that everyone will watch it and rate it and da, 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 but that other people would certainly subscribe yeah like uh, like uh, and, with no with no yeah no qualms and for me i don't i would do it as and i know it breaks the netflix model but hey i would do it as netflix premium and charge a tenner for it and i'd pay a tenner oh i think i think i think people work this is the other thing i think people would do that i think i think they'd get current subscribers paying something whether it's some sort of uplift right some kind of uplift uh, fee, whether it's a five or a ten or whatever it is, or twenty, I think people would still do it. I would, plus, yeah. they would get new subscribers. Plus, they would get new subscribers, and who would also do that too? Yeah. So it's like it's uh, interesting. Like they, they could even say, uh, "New Bond film is uh, free for any new subscribers, and if you're currently subscribing, you pay a tenner or whatever yeah. it is, or tw- whatever it is." They, whatever they said, they'd probably be successful. They would. Netflix would make probably. that money back in a heartbeat. Um, And however, though, and I guess the flip side of this is that would that would finish Cineworld, right? That's a good question. I'm not I'm not sure because I actually think like (laughs) alongside this and and, and let's be honest, how long is a piece of string? But when the cinemas open again, well, when they open again, any cinema showing that film will get customers going to see that film in the cinema as well. Oh, hey, film. fuck it. I went to see um I went to see uh, a 30-year-old Rocky film in the cinema, exactly. right? Exactly. Well, well, we went to see an eight well, we'll get to this. We went to see an 80-year-old film in the cinema amazing. Uh, the other day. Oh, and it was amazing. amazing. We'll, we'll get to it. So yeah. so look, I, is it a good idea? Is it not? I don't know. I, am I bored of seeing are people gonna get to a point where they're bored of talking about this film? And I think actually they might do. And I think that might oh, hurt be fatigued. I think there's I think that we you see you're right. There's fatigue. There needs to sort of. I know that I know that um, Sony or MGM or whatever can't stop this. There sort of needs to be a cease of speculation. Yeah. Because it, it you. I think after all, you do you get fatigue. There's inertia. You don't. You, you start going. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. But the number of times when here's the thing. In that last week of Cineworld, for for now, that last week or so, 
and we went to see we went to see all the Rocky films. So we went like every night, every night we're seeing a trailer for a Bond film that has been you know a week or so before that I, said, well, we're not we're not bringing it out. Was that also? And you just go who. Who gives a shit now? Who cares now? Was that also... You, uh, I mean? you know, the, the, the last night they were open, did you also get the trailer of, which I thought was <clears throat> spectacularly badly timed, the, you know, we're back, we're here for you. Oh, the interval is over. Yeah, no, we had that every single oh, day that week. Oh, my God. And we, and we were just like, we were like, can you not just remove this from the DCPs that you're using? Like, you remove it. What are you doing? I know. Like, I was... are, you, are you this lazy and insulting? <clears throat> and I, I know it's kind of a petty thing to say, but we were sitting there every night knowing that that cinema was going to close. And knowing that everyone's out of the job. Well, and they're showing, right, and they're showing that, and you just go, well, look, I don't think it's malicious, but it's incredibly cruel, like, like thoughtless and cruel. Do you know what? To leave out. It goes back the to me. Who have come back. <laughs> yeah. Particularly for the people who've come back. Sorry, I'm sorry I'm cutting you. No, no, but, but you're right. Particularly and... for the people who made the effort to come back and see that. That was terrible, really. And and for, for me, it, it speaks massive. I think it speaks massively to Cineworld as a business, right? Because you're right. It's, yeah, I agree. it's a digital I, I agree. fucking file. You, it's not like the old days where they used to it. run a film. Right. It's, it's right, we're going to yeah, add precisely. these adverts on. Right, we'll just take this one off. It's a flick. Yeah, of like they can't Twitch. just delete it. Like, like, yeah, like they can't delete it or whatever. They must have been able to do it. It was insane. Um... I genuinely think if Bond went to streaming, <laughs> I think Cineworld would be fucked because they've got no marquee to come back to. Uh, like, oh, in, in talks of fatigue, Wonder Woman's another one. Wonder Woman was meant to come out in 2019. I was say, yeah. It was shot was it really? in 2018. I, I didn't think it was supposed to come out last yeah, year. Yeah, it was I'm December last year it was meant to come out. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't realise that. Um, and for whatever reason, it didn't. It's it, It's nuts. Um, but anyway, so look, I I personally would love to see um, I'd love to see Bond at home because you know, although and again, you know, rumors, discussions, everything else, we now know that the Bond the Bond opening is going to be a change of style for Bond, and I'm like, oh, can we stop changing Bond? Can we, please, please? Well, actually, actually, I will say something about that. If change of because we don't know what change of style means. No, I, it means like, he's like, not in. Like, it. If it's, oh, he's not in. Because I just meant I just meant if it was going to be a, if it was just a change of style, like it's not the same as the previous few Craig films, I'd sort of be up for it. If you see what I mean. But yeah, no, it means like, he's in, not. Will he be apparently... on an actual? Will he be on? Will he be on an actual mission for the government? Like an. Like, yeah, like, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, no, apparently he's not Bond actually in it. Apparently, no. it's all going to be about the female agent. But, Right, the new Bond, right? Yeah. And presumably they're going to do the fake out thing where we think it's him and it turns out it's a woman. Yeah. Uh, presumably I, I, we'll do like POV, POV stuff. Yeah. You know, like like, you think like, like GoldenEye. I reckon Golden they'll Eye. read it. Yeah. 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 And we already know. A bit like the Christoph Waltz thing. Like we yeah, already yeah. Know. It's a, it's a, what, what the fuck was that? That was me, that was me knocking over my microphone. Things go really rough today. That was amazing. Um, but you know, it'll be that thing where you think, oh, it's Craig, it's Craig. No, it's not. No. It's, it, yeah, and it, it it's the, like the and and they're advertising it. It's the Bond film that changes everything, and I'm yeah, like, but it's the last, but it's the last one of his runs. So I don't want like I don't know. I don't know you, right? I don't want a Bond film that changes everything. I want a Bond film that does what I I really want a Bond film to do, which is have some cool special effects, some great one-liners, like some really cheesy moments, and preferably Roger Moore in a safari suit. 
Well, that'd be amazing. But again, given given the last couple of craigs, maybe it goes back when it says changes everything. Maybe it goes back to being a bit more like we like Bond films. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, look. That last trailer, the last trailer, is a good trailer. I, I know we can't relate it to whether the film's any good, particularly. No. But it is an exciting. If I saw that trailer, then got to see the film, I'd be quite hyped. Yeah, I'd yeah, be quite hyped. I agree. Given, I mean, given how much. Given how much I've been down on it previously, if you see what like, I mean. Like, let's be honest, it can't be worse than Spectre. Please don't say that. <laughs> but, but, I hope, but I hope you're right. Even, <laughs> even, in fact, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. But I I, like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of the few Quantum of Solace apologists, right? And I go, actually, it's all right. It's not great, but it's all right. No, it's not. <laughs> you're I, I like right. it. I like it's it. Mm. And I think it's all right. I think it's got a terrible villain. I think it's got some really, really bad moments in it. But I, it's I, I, lame. But it's it lame throughout. Better than Spectre does. That might just be because it's like an hour shorter. It's really <laughs> short. It's it a really short. short film. But it also has well, like a really cool kind of like I love the end bit. Anyway, we're going remember. so far off base. Um, but look, yeah, so. I'd love to see Bond um, at some point. It's like driving me mad that it's going to be April, which is now officially a year after it was originally shot. Yeah. Oh, sorry, meant to be released. And like, if it could come onto Netflix, and I could watch it at home in 4K on my big TV with my Sonos sound system, like, right. you know, I'd be quite happy with that. I could take a break if I need to go for a pee, you know. Of course, yes. Oh, look, we all like the convenience of we all like the convenience of watching it at home, oh. don't we? Oh, do you know what? The other thing Netflix could do is they could just do cinema screenings of it. And I mean that by, you know, Bond starts at eight o'clock. Yeah, right, like window, windows. Yeah, so literally there's a <laughs> showing at eight, there's a showing at nine, there's a showing at 10, and you can't, you know, you can watch it that time. You know, they can be creative on it. And I know it breaks the Netflix model. Yes. But let's break the Netflix model because the Netflix model broken might be the future of what cinema is going to be. Well, it would certainly give them license to then, you know, like develop other, yeah, like other ways of delivering films, sort of thing, you know, other ways to attract people. So, what was the so, last yes. film you saw then, Ross? Well, this is an interesting question because presumably we're going to do my 31 films of Halloween thing. We, we are. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, because we, let's face it, we're just going to be, we're just going to run through them anyway. It's not going to be. So, are we, are we going to discount like that? Discount. That, yeah, that discount like, Horace. Yeah, okay, fine. Because it was very, very, very good. Um, okay, well, the last film I saw that wasn't a Halloween film was on Friday evening uh, with Jenny and our friends Greg Burridge and Brian Larkin. And it was the 80th anniversary release of The Great Dictator by Charlie Chaplin at the Genesis Cinema in Stepney Group. That is brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I, I, I will say, I'll, I'm sure I must have watched the film as a child. Like I, mean, I, I, I don't had all the Harold. Well, I think I just I just think during the period as a kid there was all the Harold Lloyd films, yeah, and yeah. the Keaton films, and therefore Charlie. So I'm fairly confident that I would have sat through it as a kid, but I I don't really have many memories of it. I mostly remember things like Harold Lloyd's Safety Last and things like that from that sort of era. Um, I the funny thing about this film, just briefly. Is I think I think Jenny said she'd listened to a podcast about Chaplin called I think it's called Evil Genius or something, but I had very recently been listening to the Unspooled podcast 
uh, which is about the AFI 100, where they okay. watch the films, review them. Do, are, are they still worth being on the list? You know, would you replace them? You know, that kind of thing. It's a really fun podcast. Um, and so and very, very recently, like within the last couple of weeks, I've heard the episode about The Great Dictator, which was just interesting timing, right? Um, so, so <laughs> sorry, I was sort of waiting for you to go, yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, I no, realised I literally didn't say anything. <laughs> no, so so anyway, so it's, so it's weirdly been in my, um, like, uh, consciousness, if you like. Yeah, recently. yeah. And then we got the call from Greg saying, they're showing, uh, do you want to go and see it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then we, we both yeah, we wanted to go. And it was beautifully presented at the cinema. The Genesis is awesome. And it's 80 years old. It's incredibly inventive. I mean, Ch Chaplin was an innovator. Some of his stunts, you can see where Jackie Chan was taking some of Chaplin's stuff. There's yeah. an amazing shot where he like he like leaps into a trunk and closes like in one shot. He literally leaps into like a small like travel trunk, like I guess like a suitcase kind of thing. And you just go, how did a person do that? Like, how did a person Ch do that? Chaplin is amazing. He he is, and I, I we we've both sort of said that we want to go back and watch some more of his stuff, like now, you know. Um, and in fact, say, not that it's Chaplin, but Safety Last, I think, has just come out on Blu-ray. The Howard Lloyd, and I'm obsessed with that one. So Howard Lloyd's where, great. Uh, yeah, I used to watch a lot yeah. of Howard Lloyd growing up. That's where Jackie got the Project A thing, you know, from Falling yeah. from the Clock Tower. Yeah, how, Howard Lloyd and um, uh, Lauren Buster Hardy. Buster. I used to watch. Yeah load of growing up so yeah yeah same and, and buster keaton of course so nice. so anyway without without going on too much about it but the inventiveness of it the humor of it it's, it's very vignette -y. like it goes it's probably a bit too long i mean except it's all brilliant yeah but it is literally it's almost like skits like continuous skits and it's it's very good it's really funny still really inventive camera work and stunts and everything and yeah and then there's a speech which is quite famous from the end about how well without getting into it about dictatorship and how we should be free and all of this stuff and talking about armies serving their governments for no purpose this was happening during world war ii before america joined the war and they're talking wow. about concentration camps in the film it's like you kind of go at the time this must have been severe satire like really like close to the bone satire uh, and ju just to round it off what i found interesting we were talking about this afterwards you could so clearly see the influence that Chaplin has had on so many people. Like there was a lot of, like I saw a lot of Steve Martin, like, yeah. he, like the way Steve Martin behaves. And obviously he's taken, uh, Mel Brooks, of course, um, and, and like Jackie and, and all of these other things. And um, the other thing that struck me, and I know how this will sound <laughs> with hind 2020 hindsight, is the film Chaplin with, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. There was a piece in the middle of the movie where he's kind of being chased around. And I was like, you could so see why Robert Downey Jr. was cast to play him. Yeah. There's just yeah. something about the way he looked. It wasn't, and it sounds like a really obvious thing to say, like what, 20, 30 years after that film was made or whatever. But you just sort of go, yeah, you can totally see it. Like it makes complete sense that it was Robert Downey Jr. playing. Nice. So yeah, it makes me want to go and see that film again, you know. Anyway, sorry, cool. a bit too long, but, no, no, but it's nice. absolutely incredible. And the last new film you saw? Oh, yes. That's a very good point. <laughs> what was the last new film I saw? Two seconds because my letterboxd account just stopped for some reason. <laughs> uh, well, hmm, do we talk about? No, I don't want to talk about that film. Uh, okay, so the, the latest, so there's a film, but we're my... intrigued. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the newest film anyway. It's like okay. it's, 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 been, it's been released in the last year, but the newest film that I've seen uh, is actually uh, Hubie Halloween. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, but I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't have you, have you seen it yet? No. 
it's it's right, if I'm, I'm honest, it's right, so far yeah. down my list of things to see that I don't blame it, you. I don't blame you. But I will say, let me just quickly say a couple of things about it. Firstly, Sandler for me is really mixed. Like I love some of his films and the other films I just don't have any interest in whatsoever. Uh good, like like and I'm talking about the serious ones and the funny ones, you know. The problem I have with it, <clears throat> more than anything, and I haven't really meant I've I know there's lots of mixed reviews about it. He's still doing that kind of man-child voice, that sort of hair, like that thing, and you just Ugh. go, eh, like like it's it's frustrating because you just go. He could just sort of be an ordinary person in the like if he was an ordinary person, but still had like the affectations of the character who's kind of this guy who's always like Halloween obsessed and looking out for people's safety and stuff like that. You could still do that without being like a sort of a weird little voice. You don't need a weird little voice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't like, know why he that feels is, like he has to do that. But I agree. I, I've got to question it because there are certain films where he does it. Like I love the Waterboy. I think Waterboy is really mm. enjoyable. I really do. Farouza Balk, and I love the action in it. I love the football. Like I love the longest yard, which is much, much better. I uh, love the longest. Yeah, we are insane. the only yeah, two people huge. in the world that yes. love that film. By the way, I adore that. I adore. Yeah, it. I think and, and actually, fantastic. not to get too off, but off piece, mm. but I also yeah. love Mean Machine. So do I. What the British one? Yeah, which is like obviously the yeah, British yeah. version of the same yeah. film. Yeah, I agree. I think it's fantastic. I genuinely, I need to watch that again soon, actually, because it's really good. Um, so, so the point is like. That was the thing that's kind of you have to eventually like the one that really made me lose it was Little Nicky. I couldn't stand his I, voice. I, I, I think I've missed out that whole middle chunk of anyway, Adam Sandler. Anyway, well, you're not missing any. But anyway, so the point is taking that and somehow partitioning it off. I actually think it was really, really enjoyable. It's a really fun, spooky, you know, like Halloween movie with lots and lots of uh, great comedy people in it, like loads. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to, again, do I call it good? I don't know, but did I enjoy it? I really did enjoy it. And you just have to go with that voice. You have to go, I'm going to go with it. Do you know what I mean? You have to sort of go with it or not go with it. Yeah. And um, there's one particular, there's one running, I'll, I'll leave it here. There's one running joke, but he rides around town. It's, always like a small, it's in Salem, it's in Salem. He rides around town on a bicycle, like everywhere. And everywhere he goes, <laughs> and you never see the people, they're always, people are always throwing stuff at him. Like like from fruit to like baseballs to, okay. to like 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 an oven. <laughs> stuff like that. And it's really fun. Like I can't help it. It's really funny. Like that bit's really, really funny. Okay. Anyway, I'm just I saying guess you had you to be there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like, like but it, it really is fun. Like that's really yeah. funny. <clears throat> and um look, I, I again, can I call it good? I don't know if that's the right word. Did I have fun? I absolutely had fun. Like it's okay. it's a fun family movie. Yeah, look, I mean, I think sometimes that's the most important thing. Uh, is it kid-friendly? Mm. Yes, that's what exactly what I was going to say. I think, honestly, you could watch it as a family and be fine with it. I don't think there's any swear. I'm pretty sure it's like PG-13, and I don't, but I don't think there's any swearing in it. I don't remember nice. there being any. Maybe, I'm just saying to, to one of them. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot with um, with Emmy. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. actually do a Ross now. Uh, I haven't really seen an old film this week, um, <laughs> yeah. but I have watched uh, a few films this week. So uh, I'm just going to quickly go through, uh, through them in real high detail. I watched The Assistant. Oh, I've heard it's great. Julia yeah, it's, it's very good. I mean, nothing happens in the whole film. So if you're looking for a film okay. with kind of any, any kind of dramatic... Pff, it's it's basically right. someone looking mournful in a room pretty much the entire film but it's very well done so really like that yeah. i watched uh the new version of the witches i want to see that but i'm worried about it i have no affinity with Roald Dahl or the original film oh, okay. i've never seen the original film and all my Roald Dahl history comes from watching the films and bond right. 
obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's fine. Anne Hathaway is dialing up to 70 Stupid and she's probably what makes the film work. Outside right. of that, pff, you know, will I ever watch it again? No. Uh, last night I watched uh, uh, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Oh, you mean you mean the new one? Yes. You mean the for French movie? Yes. I love that movie. Um. So, yeah. here's the thing. I thought for 50, 60 minutes, I was not bored, but I was like, I just don't see where this film is going. It didn't really do anything <laughs> to me. It just yeah. wasn't like, it was like, like I've seen all this done before in The Shield and mm, Training okay, Day yeah, and okay. many, many other it. things. Yeah, I can't And there's that. nothing. And then the last 20 minutes of that film is phenomenal. Yeah. Truly yeah. phenomenal last 20 minutes. We I were like, don't you think know, it we, earned it. <clears throat> I can sort of see that. I, funny enough, Jenny and I, when we saw it, we were feeling really sorry for Issa. Yeah, the, the character. There's that scene when they sort of, you know, when they let him go. Yeah, and he's, yeah. and he's just sitting there in that like junkyard, like watching a TV, but isn't working. Yeah, and you're kind of going, "What's he doing?" And then you realise what's happening the next day, and it's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, so, so I'm like, "Is either a gonna do something to himself or b do, do something to someone else?" Yeah, and yeah. how it plays out is truly phenomenal. I just don't think the yeah. film earned it. Is my, I can kind my, of see where I think I can see where you're going. I, I I don't know if there's a difference between watching it at home and in the cinema. Because in the cinema, I was like, I found it very, very compared. From the moment the incident happens, the yeah. actual incident. But I mean, I but that's like, like 45 minutes in. Yeah. And, and that's what well, I mean. Well, it kind of needed that, to yeah, be yeah. in the last like first 20 minutes because yeah. you get the characters and their relationships pretty early on. And the whole lion yeah. thing was, was pretty stupid, if I'm honest. I, like, I, I sort of see that. I sort of see that. I, I don't know. I think and it's it doesn't pay off. You've got like these two massive gangs. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and they waste like 10 minutes on a whole sequence of people shouting at each other about a fucking yes. lion. And it never yeah. pays off. Yeah. Really. I, I feel like the lion thing was a bit... Without giving, without doing too much work for the film, I think the lie thing was a bit metaphorical, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like, like, but, but, but also, but also, um, what's the bit? Oh fuck. Uh, uh, oh, there was a point where we generally thought it had ended, which was there's that scene where uh, our hero guy meets up with the the the, the black cop. I don't remember the name. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And, yeah that was a good scene. In a bar, and I thought, because that and that was after the scene where he's kind of calling home about his kid and everything, and then I actually thought, or we thought, the film was actually going to end there. Yeah. And, or, or pretty much finish there. And then you get that final act, which is like... And the final act is one of the best final acts of the year. It's brilliant. It's and the last shot is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, so really like that. And then the other film, um, which I will touch on a little bit more detail, Borat subsequent movie film. Um, okay, please don't, please don't spoil, because I'm going to watch it very soon. Okay. But yes, All I'm going to say is it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Great. It's brilliant. I mean, great. I really, I'm really excited about seeing it. It genuinely was the film that 2020 needs. Right. And I thank Sasha Baron Cohen from the from from the from my deep, cold black heart for delivering that film to us <laughs> this year. Because genuinely it, it made me laugh. It made me go, oh my God. And it also made me go, fucking America, man. <laughs> it's like Well, yeah, yeah. You guys are more mental than you think. And obviously there's there's a certain scene that has made the press and a lot of people are talking about it. And that scene is brilliantly shocking. Um, the, his daughter in the film just is phenomenal. Uh, like oh, she's cool. not done very much before. 
she steals this movie. Like, I think that's the idea. He gets people that you don't because otherwise it's the, the yeah. is up, isn't it? Um, and yeah, it's just it's just brilliant. And I I just think yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen is just all levels of brilliant. And to get literally in one week to go from Trial of Chicago Seven to Spy to that, you just go, yeah. this guy is fucking good. This guy is yeah. really fucking good. Um, quickly looking you... back to Trial of Chicago Seven. Sorry, just to say, also another person Ooh. in that film that I finally kind of saw why people maybe rate him was Mark Rylance, who's someone that I yes, just... I agree. I agree with you. I've never like I know he's a well thought of actor. I I get it. I can't say I thought he's ever bad, but, but he's, I've never he's seen him in anything. Very one note, he's amazing. right? Well, I don't even know. Like, I don't... I thought he was so good in this film. Oh, and the, also... Um, yeah. Oh, God. Man, but in every other film, guy. he's so one-note. If that. He's got that kind of... He's got that verbal tick of Adam Sandler in Little Nicky, that kind of... You know what I'm saying? He's, right. he's got a very... There's something about his delivery and tone that I've just never... But in Trial of Chicago 7, when he gets really angry at the judge... Yeah, <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. my God, that film's brilliant. Um, anyway, there was yeah. a guy, just briefly, well, just on that, Ben Shankman, who plays Wineglass. Yes. Who I can't say I, I can't say I recognise him from anything, which is terrible. I know he was in Pie. I know. He oh, he's in um, he's in Billions, uh, Billions he's in and he's fucking yeah. phenomenal in Billions. And I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen it. But oh, you have he, to watch first Billions. Of, first of all, well, first of all, when we first, when we first saw him appear, <clears throat> well, when I, when I first saw him appear, I was like, they found Tony Goldwyn from twenty five years ago. <laughs> you know he looks so much like tony goldwyn <clears throat> it's incredible and i and i saw tony goldwyn very recently in an older film um it was very strange but he's fantastic but he is and he doesn't even do a lot no he's no if you he is, he is so good in billions i, I would mean, seek him out i would like to see, yeah i yeah. would seek shakeman out now like totally he's great he, he is brilliant um so yeah so there you go so actually all in all it's been a, a, a pretty interesting week for films so look yeah. we have got 20 minutes left of this uh 30 minute I'll podcast that's now 20 minutes over <laughs> so um let's let's i tell you what go through them and we'll yeah, pick I'll on just... a few interesting ones to talk Ex- about exactly you, you you stop me and i'll i'll just go through them okay. so uh and now, so, if, so for everyone who doesn't know, we're doing 31 films of Halloween. So it's one Halloween, one horror-related film a day. Uh, and I did my dream list later. last last episode. So this is Ross's Correct. actual list so far. Yeah. And I, I, I'll just go. So day one, St. Maud, which I absolutely loved. And it's yep. a very new film. At the time I saw it as a private screening. Day two was The Frighteners. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I absolutely adore that film. Yeah, Jenny and I watched that together. That, that was fantastic. Is it just, it, it's just like, like it's so good, and it reminds mm. you of a couple of different things. It reminds you of just what a loss Michael J. Fox is to like not being able to really do very much anymore. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, it reminds you. Is how... it still? Sorry, Karen. Well, I was I was going to say, is it Peter Jackson's best film? Because I think and I was going to say, it also reminds you that Peter Jackson once made good films. Mm. Um, because he hasn't done that in a very long time. Yes, it's his best yeah. film. Yeah, I think so, probably. Um, um, and thirdly, okay. it, it also reminds you that, that Danny Elfman is just brilliant as well. It's like that perfect combination. Yes. Everyone's great in it as well, like Jake Busey, every, every film. Oh, Jake, oh my God, that was one of the first films I saw. That I think that and Starship Troopers came out almost yes, at the same time. around the same time, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it's like this is, this is the, the son of Busey. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, brilliant, it's love it, love, love, love the frightness. So day three, Bubba Hotep, which we 
I mean, what, so what, what can you say? What can you fabulous. say? Um, uh, yeah, four, brilliant. Well, I, I, unless you... <laughs> Dave no, no, no. I did, I, again, but I think Bubba Hotep is a deeply flawed film, but it's a deeply yeah. brilliant film as well. It's very enjoyable. The music it, is incredible. Jenny loved the music on it. And it, it, it definitely cracks under the weight of its budget and and, and ideas. Yeah, but I see that. It's, it's a great film. It's really, really good fun. Absolutely. So number four was Hollow Man. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. Which I love, love it. Uh, day five was Ghost in the Machine, which you may or may not have seen. It was a Rachel Talalay film from the 90s. Um, uh, about a, a, yeah, very very weird internet. Yeah, knowledge. I think I have seen it. I think I saw it when it came out. I haven't seen it since. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Okay, so here we go. Day, I'm just going to go through. Day six, Friday the 13th. Uh, <laughs> I know where this seven. is going. <laughs> yeah, day seven, Friday the 13th, part two. These few first few are the ones that I'm not the biggest fan of initially, but they are actually really well. Part two is particularly well shot, which is interesting. So, uh, just, yes. I did a rewatch of Friday the 13th about four years ago. Mm. And what surprised me when I rewatched, so my favorite Friday the 13th films historically were mm. four, mm-hmm. six, eight, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and probably that those were my favorite, right? When I rewatched yeah. them, I hated four. I thought it was terrible. I genuinely no. thought it was terrible, other than the ending. Um, I absolutely adored Friday the 13th Part 1. It's a brilliant mm. film, genuinely brilliant film. Part 6 still remains to be great, but Part 5, and I know we're going to come on to that in a second, is yeah. the one I want to talk to you about. Yes, absolutely. So uh, Day 8 was Trick, which I really enjoyed, which is a proper slasher from last year, directed by Patrick Lussier, starring Omar Epps. I won't get into it too much, but it's really, Not really enjoyable. It. Day nine was Lost Boys. Ah, uh, I've got to love a Lost Boys. Again, Jenny and I loved that. I mean, I've, I've been a big fan forever, so I've seen it a bunch of times. There was a point when I was flying a lot last year, and I pretty much put it on every flight. <laughs> it's on it's just one, one of those um, infinitely rewatchable movies, right? It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so day 10, Happy Death Day. Getting... Of course. Yeah. Uh, and and Jenny liked it? <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah, Jenny seemed to like it, which was great. And we will be watching a sequel fairly soon, maybe this weekend, <laughs> depending on time, uh, which is good. Uh, day 11, another uh, mutual watch, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes, uh, love which that. I Very good film. Love, love it. And we actually had a, another friend around, Charlie, who, uh, in fact, a few friends around, uh, and he hates horror films. Like, he hates horror films. I was like, got to watch a horror film sorry uh, and he ended up really enjoying it which is great so oh, that's brilliant and yeah it's not yeah. A, it's not a horror film as such i mean it's a horror film no but, but it but it has but it has the tropes yeah it's more of a comedy but it is yeah obviously and stuff, so. nice uh, good um, and i know and the end of it i'd say the final act is still almost like a traditional like slasher yeah you know like yeah. horror um uh day 12 we went a bit more esoteric and saw shadow of the vampire okay yeah door have you, have you seen that one uh have I seen that one? About, I honestly don't about, know. Well, it's about the making of Nosferatu starring John Malkovich. Oh, that one. Fun. Yes. Do you know what? Yeah. Have I seen that? Shit. It's very, I, very good. I've got a sneaky suspicion I may not have seen that. Because it's about filmmaking as well, and it's about obsession, and it's yeah. very, very funny. Eddie is There's loads of people in it. It's fantastic. Uh, day 13, which we think we touched on last time, was Hocus Pocus, which we saw. Hocus Pocus, yes. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'd love, absolutely love to see you. I think we'll watch that in view. Uh, so day 14, we go back to the Friday the 13th because Jenny was away for a bit. <laughs> There's no way she wants to watch these. Uh, Friday the 13th, part three, which again, a little bit better than I remembered it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's really well shot. Although I hear stories, because I watched all the Blu-ray extras and all of them this time, uh, about how long they took to set up every, every single shot because of the 3D. Um, and it's very silly, but... There are really good bits, and of course, it's the first time that we get to see the mask, which I'm the mask, uh, yeah, the hockey mask, yeah, which is great. Uh, so, uh, day 15 was Friday 13th, part four, the final chapter. I will say again, this was one of my favorites. I wouldn't say I don't like it, like, kind of like you said, I think, I think some of it's fantastic, like, some of it's really, really good. I think there were some missed opportunities. There's like, um, like, obviously, Corey Feldman's very, very good in it. Like, very really good in it. And yeah, particularly because yeah. considering how young he is as well, he's very, very good in it. Um, there seems to be... I'd forgotten about the strand of the story where there's someone who's come hunting for their sister. The guy yes. who comes hunting for their sister. Yeah, yeah. And his, his storyline is just a total waste of time. Like Total. He... It was the most interesting idea. Someone coming to hunt Jason is really interesting. Like, it's a really great idea. The fact that he's brave enough to stay out in the... And they kind of pick it up down on. the line, right? They pick it up in Jason... Yeah. Whichever one it was. Like, uh, with... Um, it's Oh, Jason 9. They pick it up. They pick the okay, idea yeah. of someone hunting we'll, we'll, him. We'll, yeah, we'll we, we get to that for sure. Um, and, she, and it's really fascinating. His name's Robin. But he barely does anything. And when, and when he finally faces Jason, Jason just basically kills him. There's, like, no... No, there's no sense it's, of drop. There's no sense of like I finally found the killer. Like even if he gets killed, there's no sense of drama. He he's so forgettable. Yeah, because you always think about Tommy. You always think about Tommy and the, the special effects stuff and all that stuff. He's got a genuinely potentially interesting story, and for some reason, it just doesn't pay off. And I just think the at, film. At I, I I think the the ending is good, and Tommy is good. Oh, the ending's but... great. But the film itself just didn't... I didn't love it when I watched it again. It surprised me because it was always the one I, I put up there as my favourite. I kind of get that. I, and I think I see why things change as you go, get, dare I say, get a bit older or whatever, or, or you see other movies or something. I don't know. There's something about the part four that is very, very good bits. It's like half of a good film and then the other half is like... Yeah, but it definitely um, doesn't deserve... It's so, definitely not the best one. However... No, it isn't. However, so part five, day 16, part five. This has always been an interesting one to me because I've only seen it, actually, I've probably only seen it twice thinking about it. I might have seen it three times possibly. I actually like what they try to do. Like, I like that it's, for anyone who doesn't know, spoiler, it's not Jason. I think we um, can spoil it. It's fine. It's a few years yeah, now. Yeah. But, but it's weird that the guy pretends to be Jason. There's no explanation as to why. Maybe he's trying to pretend that it's someone else so he doesn't have to feel like he's doing it. But the yeah. weirdest thing about it is, the weirdest thing about it is it's a revenge story, which is cool, that he's essentially killing the people because his kid gets killed. You find, you find this out right at the end. The reason he's doing it is that his kid, his kid is the one who gets killed, the idiot who gets killed at the beginning. But he never actually goes after the killer. The killer <laughs> gets taken away. In The killer gets taken to pr- like like to the police station. Where yeah. he could, as a paramedic, as a paramedic, he could probably get into the police station and kill him in his cell. He could probably do that. Like, I want to I wanna check on him. Do you know what I mean? But he never, ever goes after the person who actually killed his kid. He goes after, like, the people who looked after the kid and then people who just happened to be hanging around. That's which I good, find very strange. But, that's a good shout. But yeah, I, I, I really it's, like... It's weird. I think it held up brilliantly. Well, well, now this is... Right, so here's the thing. It's super well made. Like, like I think it's really well shot and really well put together. Like, it's really, 
And out of all of them, it's arguably one of the least confusing because a lot of Freddy, uh, Jason, sorry, Jason movies, a lot of them are super confusing. Like there's lots of things that don't pay, even though I'm entertained by them. There's yeah. loads of things that just don't go anywhere or anyway, whatever. Um, and some of it, I guess you think is supposed to be ambiguous, but some of it is like Jason teleporting, the worst offender of which is Manhattan, which we'll get to, which just <laughs> to me is like mind. So, so, but what I do like, so there's a couple of things I really like about it. I really like the guy who plays Tommy, although I prefer Thom Matthews later. Like yes, I prefer, yeah, it's yeah. John Shepard who played Tommy. And I really like, and this is such a weird thing to like the film for, I love the way that Tommy fights. Yeah. I don't really explain why he fights like a special forces guy, but I really like the fights but, that he gets into. Also, I'd forgotten Tommy was the central antagonist in this movie. Well, he is, as, as opposed to Jason, because he and just I, kind of gets in everyone's face. And yeah, and I, I've forgotten he was... I for, I, and I even forgot Tommy was, was in it until I kind of... Right. Like, and then obviously then we move on to part six, which I assume you watch the next yes. day. Which we know. Well, we yes. Know so, but just just briefly on it, just briefly on it. The thing that I felt was a, a shame about Five is the way that Tommy fights everybody, and then when Jason, when he again, when he encounters Jason, he doesn't fight at all. It's yeah. not fight. I'm like, what's what's the point of making it anyway? There's, but I will say that Five, I think, holds up for real, and I think it's arguably it's certainly better than people think it is. Like, yes, said it's bad. It's not actually a bad film per se. It really isn't. I mean, you know, compared to other slasher movies or whatever. Um, I think they could have done more, though, to make it seem like he was the actual killer. I feel like that they were trying to go down that line of he's so antagonistic and so difficult. And that at the end of four, the way that he, that Tommy, as Corey, you know, Corey Feldman, kills Jeff, the way he fucks him up. Yeah. You get the feeling he could become Jason. And even the very end of five in the hospital, infers that he does become Jason. But then that just completely disappears for part six. Which, again, which, which would have been, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so part six, crack on. It, it, part, this is my favourite Jason film still, although there's a couple of others that are up there. I, it's the first one I watched. It's the one you introduced me to. It is like an action thriller, as well yeah. as a horror movie, like as a slasher movie. But girl is fantastic. I can't remember her name, but girl, Jennifer the lead Cook girl is... from uh, V. fucking excellent. That's right. No, yes. No, not she's from V. Excellent. I'm thinking no? No, no? the one from V's in the next one, I think. No, she is oh, from V. Sorry. Yes, okay. she plays hold on. No, she's in uh hold on. <laughs> let me hold on. Hold on. Yes, she is she in is? this. Yes, my apologies. She is or she, she is, is in this. Yes, she mm -hmm. is in this. Stand down, Phil. Stand she's down. <laughs> she's very good. She's supposed to... I love that bit where it's um like the the, the, the when when she absconds with Tommy, yeah. she kind of breaks him out. And and the sh her dad, the sheriff, is like worried about how like how he's gonna like mess her up, and it's her who's messing him up, like essentially causing so much trouble. Which I just like, I love that bit. It's really well, it's really well put together. I think it, it's the first one where it absolutely is Jason is supernatural, like for real supernatural, because he comes back from the dead and all of that stuff, um, and, and all of that. I love the the, the, the cemetery, the the, the, guy, the like the caretaker. Also, the, the way he looks into the film, how they bring him back, yeah, it's very is good. Superb. Yes, it's very good. It's very good. It's very good. And I love how the, 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 the caretaker does this thing where he bows for lens. He kind of goes, strange things some people find entertaining. <laughs> it's like really, he's really, uh, the director is on record for saying that he was trying to make it funny. And I think he succeeds really well. I think the tone of it is mostly good. Like I think it mostly works with the humor yeah. and the, 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 the thrills, so to speak. It's, I think the final showdown is really good as well. I think it's really it's good. Fun. It's, it's really good. Strong. And, and then it's short seven, as well. It's like 80. Well, Okay, so yes, day eighteen, part seven, the new blood. So it's basically Jason versus Carrie, 
Yeah. And and it's and, and also we should say here the introduction of Kane Hodder, who is superb as Jason. Um yes, and people forget uh, that just, Kane Hodder didn't join the franchise till so late. Till part seven, yeah, yeah. seven to ten. Um and I will say a little note for CJ Graham as Jason in, in part six, because I feel that Kane Hodder was sort of almost an extrapolation. If you look at CJ Graham in part six and what he's doing. He isn't just a stunt guy walking around. There is some character stuff no, going good. on there. Yeah. But, 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 but Kane Hodder takes that further. Uh, in seven. Part seven I do is feel like, forgettable. Well, it, it is. It's weird because it's what's weird about it is it's the first one that I found to feel actually slow. Yeah. Which is odd. <laughs> give, and give it then... No, actually... Well, well, well. And so, then so slow, we get to... And, and, yeah. And then a telekinetic battle at the end is sort of goofy. Um, it's a nice idea. It just doesn't work. It has moments. And yeah, I think overall it, it really does work. The f- most impressive thing is Kane Hodder. So day 19 was Scooby Halloween. Uh, day 20 is part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan, which is, it used to be one of my favourites. Yeah, ditto. Like even, even it, there are so many problems with it. Like again, Hodder's very good. The deaths are better than part seven. Part, because by part seven, they all start to become very bloodless. And part eight is super bloodless, barring a few moments. You only see blood, in fact, like in the aftermath of deaths. You don't see him causing blood no. to occur. For it. and It's, it's a, almost like a weird, TV movie. There's some great bits where, like, like, where they knock off the guy's head, the boxer's head. and That's the, that's the most memorable kill. You know, um, but actually, as a film, one, it's terrible. Oh, actually, sorry, we should we, sh- we should quickly pop back to part seven. My favourite kill of the Friday franchise is the sleeping bag death. Yes, like it's the tree, which I bring back in ten, which I haven't got. Yeah, anyway, that's very good. So, very good. But you're right. Part part eight, punching the head off. But even when he punches the head, the guy's head off on the rooftop, there's no blood at all. It's <laughs> like zero blood. No, it's totally um, bloodless. But and and we all know that one of the main problems is there is not enough in New York. Like it's literally. <laughs> well, I mean, eight the last shot twenty, in, last shot twenty in minutes, Canada, wherever. In Vancouver, Vancouver. They did two but, days in New York. Did the, so they actually did shoot in New York because I was under the understanding two, that the New York days, stuff was was ca- was Canada. No, 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 they did they did two days and most of that was for shots where on the streets when it keeps there's so many shots if you watch now so much more noticeable where it goes from like Jason up to like a billboard like like yes. just showing you that they are actually in the, there's like seven there's like I don't know a dozen shots like that sort of thing cool um but yeah virtual but and I will say one of the, the funniest moment of the whole thing partly. It is like a soap opera. The stuff that's happening on the ship, on the, the cruise ship or whatever, with the students is so weirdly soap opera-ish. It's insane. Like it's really weird, like really trashy and weird, but a lot, but a lot of fun. Like it's always enjoyable. But the one of my favourite moments of the whole thing is when they get to the when they get to New York, and they're all there's a point where we're all running around and we realise Jason's there as well, and they go and get a cop, and the cop, this okay, it's a New York cop, right? Bearing in mind that most actors could probably do some sort of Bronxy accent, right? Yeah. Like some sort of New 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 York. They meet the most Canadian cop. <laughs> he might as well. He might as well be a Mountie. He's literally. He literally says like, yeah, "Trouble, eh?" Like he actually speaks like a Canadian. Brilliant. He doesn't even speak. It's by the way. I've never. I've seen that film probably yeah four times. I have never noticed that before, and I laughed so hard. That is good. Like so hard. Cool. We're near the end. Very one moment. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. I'm so, guessing you watch Friday the 13th Part 9 next. Well, I uh, know. No, 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 no. Uh, Jenny was back with me and we watched The Monster Squad. Okay. Yeah. Good film. Good film. 
Twitter. I love I love that movie. Very, very funny indeed. Uh, and, and the effects look amazing. Uh, day 22, we are very close to being uh, finished. Uh, Halloween as in a 2018 Halloween. Good film. Really which, good film. Which was the only, which is only the second time I've watched it and I absolutely loved it. I, it's absolutely brilliant. It's so good. So yeah, strong. it's a shame the sequel's uh, not going to be coming out this year. I know, I'm, I'm gutted about that. But I, I and it really amped me up for the sequels like I'm really excited about that I wish we didn't know that there were two sequels though I don't know yeah it kind of takes but yeah but it's very 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 good Uh, day 23 so we are very close uh, was the craft that we watched together I really like the craft I'm a big fan it's very 90s I think it is one of the most overrated it's just yeah it oh, it's fun. So it's bad. fun. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I think it's fun, not good. But I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 no, I, I really enjoy it. It's very good. I love Perusa Book. Massive Perusa Book fan. Uh, and I just think, you know, I just, I really like it. Uh, and then we come to yesterday, day 24. So I have seven more days of this. Uh, Jason goes to hell for final Friday. And I, we all know how ridiculous it is. It's oh, ridiculous. It's, it's so and it's like the hidden and the thing. It's like it's not even a Jason movie, really. It's it's like the hidden because he kind of body jumps. He turns out Jason's a giant alien space worm or something that kind of goes from <laughs> body to body. It just it's very strange. So you wonder, did that actually happen in the law, like in the canon? Did that space worm kind of get into him when he was a kid, like in the sea, in, in, the, in the lake, or did it happen when when he got uh, resurrected I think by Tommy? Probably a. Uh, I think there's probably a film in that all by itself just that just that bit, yeah. do you know what but I, here's the thing it's super gory it's yeah. super splattery uh, and it's new line it's the first time because paramount finished with part eight it's new line um i love that final little bit at the end with freddie's glove love that bit um and the final confrontation is weird because it's a proper fight scene which is very enjoyable and then he has the end from ghost he has when 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 the bad guy in Ghost goes, you know, with the arms coming up from hell. Jason has the same death, like it's, fate. Do you know what, I, I, I'm just looking back on my my most recent like run through of the franchise, and I think that was one I gave right. the lowest mark to. I gave it a three. It is a, it's not. Ten. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good film. It's not. <clears throat> but I had a lot. Of, but I had lots and lots. Of, and also, I love uh, Creighton Duke, the Hunter character. Yeah. So I things will pick up because upcoming is Jason Ten, which is. Mm-hmm. Categorically, one of the most batshit mental Jason films ever, and I'm looking forward and to it. Ross, loads of fun. It is loads of fun. Where yes. can our lovely audience find out more about you? Ah, uh, yes. If you'd like to uh, stalk, <laughs> it's at Ross Boyask on all the things, uh, at Evo Films UK on all of the social things as well to follow Evolutionary Films. We have more films coming out, which is great. Uh, and then please follow at Vengeance Film UK uh, to continually follow the exploits of the Vengeance Film franchise, which is still sort of going reasonably strong. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who's watched it and rated it and everything. Really appreciate it. And thanks to everyone that's taken their time out to leave their wonderful thoughts on the IMDb. <sighs> <laughs> They're getting we... worse and worse. They are literally. I think. I think one episode we should just dive into the comments because I think whilst I, we should we should never face the comments yeah. head on. I think some of them are so spectacularly hysterical that they almost deserve being just talked about just for fun. I'm. I'm definitely getting to the point. Just without going on too long about it, it's unreal. Like there'll be a day where suddenly four one star reviews go on, and you're kind of going, "Did four different people honestly do that?" Like, and I know it sounds weird. I'm not trying to 
I'm, I'm not trying to suggest anything particularly, but you just go for a day, like just like rhythmically three or four no. a day every no. day. I don't want to be what I don't want to be rude, right? And take this yeah. in the way that I, I genuinely mean this. But if you're logging on to Netflix and you're seeing a film you've probably never heard of that stars the kind of cast that that film has. I, I get you. I get it's going to be a certain type of film, right? It's like, look, no offence, but you ain't going to get, like, the Trial of the Chicago 7. <laughs> it's well, definitely appealing I mean, even, to a certain audience, and that's that's what it's even, designed yeah. to do. And even, you watch it even go, like, um, this is the worst film I've ever seen. Really? Really? Because it well, isn't. You kind of... You kind of yeah, we, yeah. I mean, what, I mean, look, maybe you've only ever seen... You obviously haven't seen Gregor, Artemis Fowl. Right, right. So, like, even this one here, which is hilarious, worst tactical entrances on the planet, a decent shot could have dropped the entire cast. And you just go, but is that what the film was about? Like, I know that there's lots... Like, 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 they're talking about it like we don't know that there's lots of gunfire and no one really gets hit. Like the A-Team. Like, it's, I mean, like so many films. I won't it's, even it's like when you're like, editing like, it. Like Fast and Furious. No, it took, but but it's I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah, when I you were editing realize. it, you, you were like, oh, do you know, oh, if only we, oh, how am I going to get around that? Oh, this is awkward. Yeah. Oh, we just ignore it. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, and it's just, it's a goofy action film. And by the way, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that person saying that, but it's like, does, is it, I'm trying to figure out what film that person likes. Maybe it's Black Hawk Down because they're like, everything has to look real, even though that isn't real. Like, I just, I just sort of, it doesn't matter. Let's get off it. But I do find it's like it the worst tactical entrances on the planet. It is fun. No, that's what I mean. I find it entertaining because you kind of go, is that what you were you were watching yeah, a film if, if, for, if for military authenticity? Like military authenticity. That's the reason you don't like the film. In, a, in an independent British film starring Vinnie Jones. I mean, let, let's be honest. But it's like, and it's like, and it's like, but it's like saying like during a fight scene, there's no way someone would kip up from the floor because that would be ridiculous. It's like, yeah, it's a film. Like I can't, I can't believe it. In 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 that battle, she got hit around the head twenty times when she was still standing. Dude, right. what's Rocky yeah. Four? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was literally about to say, watch Rocky. <laughs> so you can find out more about the podcast on iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Anchor, and loads of other places. Visit www.philsquickreview.co.uk for the blog that goes along with the podcast. It goes along with everything else. Guest bloggers, guest podcasts on there. Rate, review us where you find us, and don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Phil uh, Ross and Phil Talk Movies, Twitter, Phil Quick Review, and on the Book of Face. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Uh, and we'll wrap up the rest of this when Ross has finished off the month of Halloween. Uh, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.